0: Nations are about to kick off at home in Cardiff. Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union Podcast. We'll hear from Wales under-20s, Harry Ackerman and William Morse, as well as the European Champions Cup final coming to Cardiff next season. Of course, we'll start by looking forward to Scotland at the Principality Stadium Saturday afternoon, the start of the Six Nations. A new look side picked by Wales coach Warren Gatland, with Cardiff's Cameron Winnett making his debut at fullback after a bit of an injury
1: scare. The initial outlook that we had that he was, he was a couple of weeks probably, but the surgeons come back and said everything's healed perfectly and he's fit and ready to go. And spoke to him. Uh, end of last week and he was you know, comfortable and how it was feeling so he was you know, more than happy to be considered for selection so he's trained really well we've been really impressed with him he's a tough kid and yeah, it's a great opportunity for him. There's no pressure on him from our point of view it's his first cap so go out there and enjoy the occasion and just go and do what he's been doing for Cardiff we've been impressed with his form with them he's confident in there he runs some good lines got some lovely hands and He's a young player with a, a big future ahead of him.
0: George North and Dal Thomas?
1: Uh, both of them just haven't trained enough, really. They didn't train, take part in training last week and have missed the start of this week, so you know, we haven't considered them, basically because of the fact that we've had other players that have been here for training and just felt they were a little bit underdone at this stage.
2: Looking at that front sure row, how much faith do you have in them being able
1: to cope? The way they've trained and prepared this week, we've been really happy to scrummage well. It's a big front row we're putting out there, Leon Brown's 130 kilograms. Corey Domichelski's 125 Uh, Ryan Elias 115 so uh, we've been happy with the way they've uh, trained and prepared, so really comfortable and confident they'll do well. Dan, we're a couple
0: of
3: days away, you seem to have your game face
0: on already, but as the game gets closer, do your emotions change at all?
4: I don't think they change really until the game, until you're warming up, but really now you're just focusing on getting your detail right and just finishing off all the detail. Uh, Just getting excited now really as well um, in terms of this this is our last proper training session, so just coming to terms with the fact that we're all going to be running out in the Principality in front of a full crowd, so yeah, just really excited
0: bit more experience in the Scotland park versus a lot of youth and enthusiasm. Can you make something out of
4: that? Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing though. I think um, similar to what I've experienced on Exeter, youth there isn't always a bad thing. Boys getting opportunities maybe that wouldn't have before. So yeah, just really excited to see how everyone goes.
1: Warren, where are the key areas for you in this game? Oh, it's always up front, isn't it? So we were disappointing last year up in Scotland. Um, we're aware of that. And as David said, it's um, you know, we're at home, Scotland haven't won here for a, a long time in Cardiff and, like I said, there's a full stadium and we've got a responsibility to go out there and, and deliver a performance. And I think the way, the, the enthusiasm of this group of players and the young players has been exceptional in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, I'm really excited about this group that we've got and, and building over the next few years with um, some youngsters who I think have really got to grow and develop and, and impress.
0: And when it make his debut, Finn Russell probably has the most variety of kicks of any outside half-around. an interesting
1: contest. Yeah, I think uh, you know, you've got to expect the unexpected from Finn. And you know, he, he caused us some problems last year with a number of cross deal kicks. And the back three have been working hard on that with Neil Jenkins in terms of trying to negate that threat that um, obviously we'll have to experience at some stage during the match.
0: One thing Scotland will have to experience is the Principality Stadium crowd. It's a venue where they haven't won for 22 years. Wales forwards coach John Humphreys has been part of the other side of this equation as part of the Scotland coaching setup, so he can explain why. Though he knows this Scotland side is a stiff challenge for a young Wales team.
3: It's a huge test. You know we've got two weeks to prepare to play a, a really good team, When we play another really good team after that. So. It's about trying to get the boys to understand what the intensity of test match rugby is, the physicality of that, trying to build that into the programme as well as the detail that goes with it. So, yes, it's a challenge. But like these guys, cause athletically, they can compete.
2: You've been on the other side.
4: What is it about <laughs> Cardiff to the Scots?
3: I think people underestimate um, the stadium, you know, how, how noisy it is, how intimidating it is. Um, when you're the other side of that, it sort of hits you. It's, it's not a nice place to come. Especially if Wales are on, on the front foot and they're going well and the crowd are behind them. That's a challenge in itself. I know lots of teams talk about the atmosphere because you know, when, when the stadium was built, there was a few of us who had who asked our opinion from the old stadium. And what we wanted was they still have the ability to be enclosed like the old Arms Park was. So and that, it's, it's unusual compared to other stadiums how impressive that can be, you know. Can the fans play a part in this? Field. Oh, massive, massive it is. Like I say, being the other side of it, you know, it's noisy. You're trying to enjoy the atmosphere, but it's it's a bit difficult to do that.
0: So that's an interesting perspective. One of the experienced players in the Wales pack is hooker Ryan Elias.
4: A lot of young new faces, and with that, they bring a lot of excitement and that energy to the sessions and the want to learn. To be honest, it was bit odd in the first week or the first day or two where, you know, you're so used to seeing the old boys, you know, the old heads, the experienced heads that have been there for years and I remember watching them, you know, as I was growing up, people like Dan Bigger and things um, who have been stalwarts for the country. So yeah, it's exciting and, um, you know, it's almost refreshing in a way where, you know, other boys get to, you know, and have to step up and uh, for the young boys as well, they want to push to make Game days to be playing, so you know it's very competitive in training.
0: The Welsh line has been excellent at times, you know, not functioning as well at other times. so you get a feeling in the week in the build up actually this is clicking this week?
4: Yeah, you know, I think it's been pretty good so far. First week in particular, you, we break it down and learn the sort of systems and you know what we expect as lifters and jumpers and throwers so that everyone's on the same page, and then you know, you may bring the, the options and things in latter end of the first week and the start of this week, but yeah, no, it's been good so far, so hopefully it can be sharp on the weekend. Just give us a forwards
0: perspective on Sam Costello, what can
4: we expect there? Sam, he's a, he's a top man, obviously play with him week in week out down with the Scarlets, he's uh, incredibly uh, likeable, but um, phenomenal sort of rugby player, his uh, skill set, and also over the last, I'd say, year, two years, his maturity, you know, in regards to being able to Handle the pressure situations and speak up, but then you know it's not just speaking for the sake of it, saying the right things, which is all the traits of a great ten, you know, someone like Big Z, you know, he was he was great at that. So yeah, I think um Sam Costello he you'd be looking forward to you know the challenge and uh, stepping up.
0: You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union Podcast. before that in Colwyn Bay is the turn of the under 20s on Friday night coach Richard Whiffen explains why he feels this year's squad is better prepared than last
5: year the key thing is that the players are playing whether that play for their regions or playing for their premiership clubs or even the exiles we've got guys that are getting consistent minutes improving their tactical awareness and you know as they've come together they've picked up our game plan that we want to Put in place, and you know we've managed to move our game on. So, agree, we're in a better position than probably we were a few years ago. People know about the
0: Morgan Morses and Harry Ackermans but the rest of them are getting more Premiership action as well.
5: Hundred percent. You look at um, Harry Wild. You know, um, broken through the the Cardiff Rags team, getting good game time. Um, you've got guys like Hugh Anderson coming back from injury, who's, who's shown really encouraging signs at fullback. Walker Price. Um, in and around Ponte. So there's guys that are getting consistent minutes and they all fronted up well against Aberavon a couple of weeks ago. And again, you can see they can compete at the level now.
0: Those players don't always get chances in the Premiership. The fact they could go to Aberavon and win... That shows maybe they should be getting more chances.
5: hundred yeah, percent. And again, you look at the nature of the game as well. Like we were down early, and, you know, Aberavon probably got on top uh, that first twenty minutes, but the boys stuck in. I think our fitness showed and our skill set. And again, it shows that those guys can, or our lads can compete at that level. And the more they get opportunity, you know, it's the quicker they'll develop. The quicker they'll get through into the regional rugby, and better for Welsh rugby as a whole. Have you heard any comments from anyone since? like Abra themselves speaking to the coaches afterwards you know they were impressed by how we managed to almost stick in the first 20 when they were probably on top physically and then how we managed the game and again it was something that they they're keen to help us with going forward and and hopefully other premiership clubs the same
0: so we know about the players who are still here from last year who are the players coming up into the team or maybe the 19 year olds who've work their way into selection that, that you think we should be looking at?
5: Yeah, so we've got, you know, a couple uh Yian Davis, an uh, exile from uh, he's over over in Bath, really good tactical nine. Harry Bedell, young first year, you know, who's uh was in and around the Cardiff setups over at Hartbury at the moment, just a couple of names to mention. We've got a couple of young guys still in school, so Sam Scott, young tighthead over in uh, Oxford Way. So we've got plenty of young guys coming through that getting their first experience at, at 20s and international rugby, and I think those guys will thrive in the environment and, uh, and the challenge.
0: When you look at someone like Morgan Morse, maybe he's had the biggest impression of any of your players. He's in this setup, he's getting exposure training against the senior setup. That's quite a good development for him in the next few weeks, is it?
5: Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, we had a great opportunity on Friday to train with the seniors. And again, it just probably showed that alignment that the union have, have built over the, over, over the last couple of weeks with the seniors challenging himself at the level that he wants to compete at. You know, where all of the boys are aspiring to get to that level. So for them to train against them and see it and feel the intensity and the change in speed that the session was was outstanding and again for him and his development you know he's doing very well down at the Osprey so it's great that he can almost play up and down through his development through the pathway to to challenge him in different ways. And if you're in trouble you're going to throw him the ball. Learning to be in that situation is a big part of his development. 100% playing regional rugby and playing very well and now he, he comes into the 20s and there'll be expectation on him so that's another challenge for him how he develops you know he can develop his leadership in this environment. He, you know He's going to be one of the, the guys that people look up to. And that, like you say, in games, in tough times, he'll be a follow-me type attitude where he gets the ball and hopefully gives us uh, some go-forward.
0: So last year's Six Nations wasn't great. Summer was a lot better. What is going to be different from last year's Six
5: Nations? What are you brought in that's going to uh,
0: see a change?
5: Well, I think, again, we go back to the first point, in that the, the boys are playing more rugby. So they're, they're more conditioned for it. They're ready for it. They're more tactically, physically ready. So we'd hope we'd get a reaction in that early. But then there's no surprise why the team is better in, in the summer than, than they are necessarily in the Six Nations it's just because of the time that, that you get to prepare. So you know, we've had to, a good three weeks uh, lead into uh, the Six Nations, this game against Scotland, and a couple of good warm-up games. So I know the boys are ready. They're excited to get up there. And um, like I say, they'll put their best foot forward. And if they build the game model that we've put in place that we've been seeing in the training sessions, you know, we'll put our best foot forward for the result.
0: So let's hear from new captain Harry Ackerman. How did he hear the news?
6: Wiffy gave me a call like a couple of hours before I went training really, but obviously with um, Woody being injured the night before at Dragon, so I was gutted for Woody to start with because he's a good mate. Um, but then I was also really excited to obviously get a chance to captain my country, so I was excited really.
0: How much of a difference did it make for you?
6: I hope not too much. Like I still want to go out there on the Friday nights and play my own game, but then also off the field is, a lot more responsibilities of just looking after the boys and making sure everything then is in order with the relationship between the coaches and the boys there really.
0: The playing side of it is going to be very important, you've got to carry on making an impression as a player. How important are the last few weeks and maybe months being for you on that front?
6: Uh, yeah, really important. Last few weeks just really preparing for this first game in uh, Scotland and then past couple of months really just been trying to get a few games under my belt and then just really trying to improve each weekend really on my performances getting that exposure for the Dragons? What's that meant for you? Uh, yeah, it's been massive. Uh, you know, some injuries at the Dragons have allowed me to play a few games and I think that's really yeah. been crucial to show me what that next step is like and what level I need to be able to play at that yeah. more often.
0: How did you find it? What was different? What did you not expect? What did you find easy? What was hard?
6: Uh, yeah, it's definitely a lot quicker. So I think you need to react to things a lot quicker and obviously the physicality is another big jump up with, um, like, it all pretty big. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it just really being a lot smarter on your plays and then you can't really switch off at all.
0: And who have been the biggest influences on you? Steph Hughes, I imagine he, he's one with his experience, former under-20s captain as well. So, uh,
6: Yeah, definitely. Steph's been massive in training, Like he'd be there like if you need any advice in the analysis room and then boys like Nairon Owen and Jack Dixon as well, the boys do play 12, like they're also there massive just talking about specific roles really.
0: So then given that experience, when you play against someone like Aberraven, did that suddenly feel a bit easier than you're expecting maybe?
6: I wouldn't say easier, but it's just a different challenge. You can't really go into a game and then just think it'd be easy. But yeah, it's especially open my eyes to what that next step needs to look like and how much I need to improve, really.
0: Last year, Six Nations didn't go all that well. There's a group of obviously returning players. What's going to be different this year, do you think? Yeah, like you said, that
6: core group of players that did play last year will be massive. Uh, Going into the Six Nations, they'll be the boys that we look to lead. And then hopefully this extension is just trying to build on performances and get more results.
0: The one pair that have gone who were very influential last year, the halfbacks. You're going to be outside a, a pair of new halfbacks. How different that's going to be, and who are you confident in to come in?
6: Yeah, there's new halfbacks, the twenties. But then they also we I played with them in eighteens, and they have been like they played nineteens as well together. I know Harry played in the uh, World Cup as well, so they're not new to the system completely. So it's it's just trying to get that game understanding with each other like in between the 10, 12s, 9, 10s as well. So it's just important we just get a few games really.
0: So what should we be expecting? What's the, the where are the targets? What's the, the level you're thinking of?
6: Hopefully first thing is just playing some nice rugby really, so it's not really static. Um, but yeah, hopefully just trying to get a few good games and then hopefully maybe then some wins.
0: Just a bit more about your own background. Where did you come from? Where did you come through to get into the Dragons Academy, sort of before that level?
6: Uh, so yeah, I played um, Newbridge all my life really from under sevens up to youth. Um, my dad played for Newbridge, so it was just really a natural fit there, and then being picked up by Dragons Academy there.
0: One player who's been making plenty of waves is number eight Morgan Morse, his third and last year with the under 20 setup. Some speculation he'd be with the senior squad, particularly after a super performance and barnstorming try in the Derby match between the Ospreys and Cardiff. So, how's he found all the attention in the last few weeks?
2: I think it's happened quite quickly because like, I've had opportunities now to play because of through injury and stuff um, for the Ospreys. And, uh, I don't really try and pay attention to it all, but I just focus day by day really training and making sure I perform on the weekend, But yeah, I know there's been quite a bit, but I just try to ignore it to be honest.
0: Quite a lot of chatter, quite a lot of debate, whether you'd be in this squad or 300 yards down the hill. How have you found that?
2: Well, I just uh, try and focus on, like I said, performing for the Ospreys and then I was lucky enough then to get selected for the 20s, so... I just got to make sure I do well now with with these boys.
0: And that blend over the next few weeks where you're here, I don't know if you'll get any Ospreys games, but also you're getting the chance to train with the senior squad sometimes. How's that been?
2: Yeah, It's uh, been good, but I think I'm just going to focus with the 20s now. Uh, And then if anything else comes along, I'll make sure I give my best of that as well. But for now, I'm just going to focus on performing and training with these boys. I suppose what really
0: brought things home to a lot of people was that Cardiff game. How on earth did you sidestep in that box?
2: (laughs) I think I used to play you not know, like so <laughs> long ago, like playing for my local club a similar pitch to that. So I don't mind playing in muddy conditions and I just saw some space and then just back myself and luckily I, I slid for the last 10 metres but <laughs> uh, yeah, just, I enjoyed it, it was good.
0: Yeah, and a bit in the rain for the under-20s last year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a picture of how you came up to this level, what brought you through to where you are now.
2: Uh, I also started like schoolboys, so Swansea Valley schoolboys. Uh, I went to a Slivera school and then got into schoolboys when you were young. And then I didn't actually play that much, I was always on the bench and then got chose to play for Australia on sixteen. I was fourteen at the time. And then um I got a card me contract then at fifteen. And then yeah, I just gone from there then. Got played a card me and then, then now I've been with the seniors this season, so yeah, that's how I came through.
0: through. 'Cause pretty much all the way up. You were playing two, sometimes even three years younger. Yeah. I mean that's amazing in a forward.
2: Yeah, I remember uh, picked to play 20s or 17 the first time. I was really raw, I like, didn't know anything about set piece because I would always be up carrying or something. But I've learnt a lot now in the past few years. So.
0: And what have been the main influences on you?
2: Coaching, like Rich Kelly and stuff with the Ospreys who was also my first 20s coach. And then there's some players around me, like Jack and the Ospreys, and Tip Rick, Morgan Morris, all those boys, helping me a lot. I think this season particularly I've learnt way more about the game. It little details around like more defence. As little things like that, it's helped my game a lot.
0: Yeah, when you started playing a lot more regional rugby, what was it that you found easy? What was it that you found hard?
2: I think it's all been quite hard to be fair. Um, take me longer to recover after games, cause it's so physical and um, just the speed of things. You got less time to think. Like the opposition play against, just they're all like really good players, so it has been tough. But uh, I'm enjoying it.
0: Was yourself on the one side, Mackenzie Martin, and the other. That's yeah. quite an interesting one. Yeah,
2: isn't no, it? no, good friends with Mackenzie. Yeah, I think he's he's been playing really well for Cardiff. To be fair, so I'm happy for him. He deserves to be picked. To be fair.
0: And when you get the chance to train and run, you're up against the likes of Aaron Wainwright and yeah. seeing that. What did you see in their game that you're thinking that's another step up, or did you feel relatively comfortable?
2: No, yeah, Aaron Wainwright does look really calm out there, like on the field, um, really physical presence. I think he set like set piece, really good. Like, like as a number eight, like he's just lying up, um, jumping and stuff, really good. I think that's something I can try and add to my game next few years because yeah, he's a very good player. And there were a
0: couple of times last summer where this happened, but in moments of crisis, they're going to throw you the ball and expect something to happen. You're going to be under, under pressure in those moments to really lead the team forward, aren't you?
2: Yeah, but yeah, to be fair, I don't mind pressure moments, just try and get my hands on the ball, try and get a front foot for my team. And um, yeah, I just look forward to carrying and defending well, hopefully.
0: Finally, a big bit of news for next season that the European Champions Cup final and Challenge Cup final will be coming to the Principality Stadium. Here's stadium manager, Mark Williams.
7: It's huge, it's the European Rugby Cup finals, both the Champions and the Challenge Cup will both be held in the stadium over the weekend. It's a huge deal for European rugby, the biggest it gets there's a huge economic benefit to uh, the WRU and of course to Cardiff and Wales. It's the eighth time that the final has been played uh, here in Cardiff, twice in the old stadium and this will be the sixth time in this current stadium. So uh, it's just amazing news for us. We put in a, a very competitive bid, but I think, you know, with a pedigree we've got of putting on major events in Cardiff, everyone in Europe knows this is one of the best cities to come to, one of the best stadiums in the world to come and watch rugby. So uh, yeah, I'm sure it was a fair process, but we got there on top in the end. You know, 75,000, it'll be packed, the rafters in here, uh, for what will be an amazing couple of games of rugby. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to it.
4: It's all very well having back-to-back finals. Who's going to get any sleep? (laughs) Not me. I mean, what, you're going to be out of here at midnight on the Friday to set up for a Saturday game. You're going to have probably... Over 100,000 people come through here in yeah, 24 hours. Let's
7: hope so. And we've done it for concerts, of course. Yeah. We've got a pedigree of doing uh, this sort of thing, back, back events. It is very busy for us. Uh, you know, There'll be other teams coming on after the games are finished, working right the way through the night to get in the stadium prepared for the next game on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, we know what we're doing. Done it
4: before, looking forward to it. Yeah. And the pitch can withhold that, do you think? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah.
7: There's lots of games of rugby on it
4: next year. Special occasions, different to maybe the UEFA Cup final? Yeah,
7: you know, it it depends what teams you get. And I'm sure that the four best teams in their respective in the Challenge and the uh, Champions Cup will be here with the fans. Cardiff brings something that no other city can bring in terms of an atmosphere, as does this stadium. So whoever's here, it'll just
4: be a fantastic weekend of rugby. It's been a decade. Everyone's been wondering why they haven't been back here. Any particular reason?
7: No, I, I think they're, uh, they're looking for new opportunities and branching out into new areas, which is great. But as you say, it's the 30th anniversary and uh, come back to where it all started yeah. and have the best weekend possible. Yeah.
3: Of
0: course, next week we'll be looking forward to the trips to face England in the Welsh Rugby Union. Until then, goodbye.